All right, welcome to Black Talk Sacramento number 11. This is our anniversary episode. We've been doing this for a whole year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Back from hiatus. Not, not, not a fiscal Straight year, out of Sacramento. Fiscal, fiscal year. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Oak Park. Oak Park. <laughs> Historic Oak Park. Uh, so, um, yes, we, we've been here at uh, Underground Books, uh, right here located at 2814 35th Street. Right on, right on in Oak Park. In Oak Park, yeah. Oak so Park. if you want to buy some black books, um, you got we can buy some um, black greeting cards. You can buy some um, black um, music. Yeah, black music. And, uh, and you she, can also buy some black hair. I think somewhere. In there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mother Rose also has. Uh, she has uh, book discussions and different types of book events. signings, book signings, book and signings. things that you can storytelling, yes. storytelling. Yeah, yes, sir. yeah. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. if you, hey, if you, Marie Christie has a art uh, photo ex- exhibition going on right here. I see. Who is Marie, Marie Christie? Christie? Oh, very, very cool. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Female black nice. photo artist photographer Sacramento is she from here yes she is yes she is she's actually from Detroit but she's been living here for many 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 years and she how many years is that many (laughs) (laughs) well my name is Marichelle J. Brown and I'm Jerry Goss Simpson I'm inside Uh, and I am Antonio please call me Tony Harvey all right Tony Harvey (laughs) let's get this started yes welcome to Black Talk Sacramento y'all welcome doom Black Talk Sacramento. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. One year. One year. One fiscal year right here. Um, so um we have more than us clapping this time too, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, got, we, got we have a live audience. audience. We do have we a live, live audience. audience. Yeah. Can we hear the audience say hey? Hey. Hey. All right, we want we want with some proof there. <laughs> Y'all don't need a drink for that, huh? <laughs> like hey. Okay. Um all right, so we're gonna get this party started. Uh so uh first up we're gonna have um um Tony Harvey. He went on a little trip, um, and we're gonna talk about what he experienced. And then later on we're gonna have him come back up and talk about the observer news and um after we go through our guests. So our first guest is Tony Harvey. So what can we say about Tony Harvey as an official bio for him? Official, I, I would okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I find him to be an amazing person myself. Tony Harvey is all over town taking pictures at all the events, so he's there to support everybody. So I give Tony, oh, well, I should two I thumbs up. Hat off to him. Oh, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> uh, yes, and he's also a, a, a photographer and. A reporter for the Sacramento Observer. And an author. And, and, author. and author. He writes books. Yes. Yes. He, has, he has a book, um, Handyman, the... The, the, the Homicidal Handyman. Homicidal Handyman. Story of Homicidal Homicidal Solomon Killer. Black yeah. serial killer from the 1980s. True story. True Death story. Road. It was a... What you call that? A true crime True fiction? crime, definitely. Um, definitely a okay. true crime. Uh, All right. Very true cool. crime slash biography, if you want to call it. Okay. Very cool. That, okay. I dig that. So... Um, if you get a chance, come on spo- down to... Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Tony yeah. Harvey do not get killed at the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well alive. He's here. <laughs> but if you get a chance, come on down to Underground Books and make okay. sure you pick up a copy of Tony Harvey's Please book. Please do. That's okay. right. All right. So, so tell uh, us, yeah. Tony. Where did you go? 
Well, uh, last month I went back down south. Down uh, south. Deep okay. down he south. went deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to uh, it started with flew into New Orleans, drove up to Jackson, Mississippi, had family there. So how was that trip? The the drive from New Orleans to uh, Mississippi. Well, you know, I got there uh just after midnight, and the Essence Festival was just kicking off. Okay. So, you know, I'm standing in line. In New Orleans, that is. Right. I'm standing in line, and somebody's talking about, oh, they ain't got no more rental car. Well, they better have a rental car, because I done paid for mine. I done rented it, you know, Prior to months earlier. Right, right. So, yes, I did get the rental car, and I'm driving uh, North 10 from New Orleans to uh, Jackson, Mississippi at the middle of the night. So, I'm not stopping nowhere. Okay. That, that's, that's, I, I'm getting ready to make a trip down to Texas, and I decided to drive. And I wanted to know what's the best time to, to travel. So Daytime. You, you can travel in the, you know, the wee hours of the night, but don't, please don't stop anywhere. I, I'm not, okay. Daytime. Okay. No, I love no, Mississippi. No, I, I love Louisiana, but uh, no, it's still, you know. It's Still got that racial element going on. Is it like uh, going back in the warp, a warp in time? Actually, you know, time warp. You know, I think you know, in terms of like Louisiana, I mean, it's still part of you know. We talking about the Louisiana purchases back in eighteen oh three or something. That, that wasn't all. It's a thing different that they world. It's still a different world. People so how, don't realize that. How does it feel being from California? You know, and Californians tend to think that everything's groovy. Uh, to turn around and go back to a place <laughs> where things are not so groovy. Well, how's that feel? Yeah, there's, there's some parts. You, like I said, still has that racial element there so you know everybody like be careful be careful everywhere facebook twitter be careful and stuff but so you're getting you're still getting that advice i remember going down south and my parents or grandparents would say be careful when you go out there so they're still giving that same they're still giving that advice okay understand you know i'm driving to jackson mississippi it has changed since katrina you know Mm -hmm. because a lot of people has migrated from new orleans into jackson okay jackson probably was like 50 60 percent black now I'm saying 70, 80% black. Wow. Oh. Okay. Chocolate City. Ch- it's, it's crazy because there was, you know, like North Jackson used to be, okay, to be scientifically correct, practically white. Okay. I, we go on the north side to a fireworks because it's 4th of July. How's that July 3rd. And it's all black and white. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, we live in okay. different times. It, I'm, I mean, this is the city I'm talking about. I'm not talking about them little smaller towns where you could possibly run into trouble if, you know, you don't mind your own business or people don't mind their own business. I'm or talking if it's about nighttime. Jackson. Nighttime is, is basically the same. You know, I, I trust being in uh, areas more such as uh, Jackson or on the, you know on the Gulf Coast with Biloxi, Pascagoula, all the way up to Mobile, Alabama, than I would mess around in them little 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 towns that's not so colorful. Right. Okay. Because like I said, they still had that racial element. But Jackson, which is pretty much designed a different way, because they had to deal with each other. You know, you got blacks that own cab stations, own shoe stores, okay. own farm you know pharmacies, uh, restaurants, of course. But I'm just talking about real enterprises. Right. Well, uh, there's a black Black-owned television station there that's been black-owned since the 1960s. Whoa! Wow. And they had to fight. Okay. They sued okay. to get that. Okay. okay. Well, what about grocery stores? Do we have grocery stores? Down uh, grocery stores are basically chain grocery stores. Okay. You know, uh, Kroger's, Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> They're there. You know, they got Daisy. the Walmarts and stuff. <laughs> Any black-owned here, grocery stores? You know, you you know, in Jackson, at least South Jackson. Now I'm talking about South Jackson. You go to the Walmart at 12, 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And it's full, right? A black folk. <laughs> <laughs> that's entertainment, though. You got to look at it entertainment. That way. The same thing, you know. They listen to what we listen no, no, to, no, but I'm a lot saying, of going to Walmart at twelve, one o'clock in the morning. That's entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very it's much a, it's so. It's an outing, very much so. Well, well, I think I think one of the reasons for like the Wally, southern Wally, states Wally, are Wally, going Wally, into Wally. those type of stores at that time is because of the element of the weather. So it's kind of warm. Oh, it's kind of very humid, humid out humidity, there, oh, and sure. it's easier to step. 
out in the middle of the night mm-hmm. than it is to say up in the daytime, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, hey, I, I mean, we right, could do it here, but not in terms of. I mean, it's like you said, it's a festival, hundreds of people huh? out here shopping at night right, and right. long lines, and they got it's basically <laughs> like, like the, the club. club. Yeah, and it, you got long lines everywhere. Well, of course, you know, you got the express lanes and stuff. Right, but, right. You know, that's basically when people do their business. Okay, and it'd be like families too. You know what I mean? Two or three o'clock in the morning, you got your baby out, your little five year out, and, you know, but it's, it's a nice. Experience. Experience. I always liked uh, Jackson. Of course, it's the biggest city in the state of Mississippi, and it is the capital of Mississippi. And, you know, a lot of things was going on there. I mean, I I went to Jackson State University, a historical black university. Okay. While I was there, they were at the capital having a protest about the Confederate flag, which mm-hmm. I, I was sadly I missed because I picked up the paper the next day, the Jackson Clarion, and, and there it was. So that just lets you know what the things that goes on there. And of course, and all you all know that, you know, I did a little civil rights tour. I went to Mayor yeah. Evers' house. Okay. Yeah, so how was that, I, man? That was a truly amazing experience. You know, and I planned this trip to, you know, to go to these civil rights areas, you know, to get them, as we talked last week during our meeting, to get a better understanding of where we are today. Right. But to, to go to Mayor Evers' house and to still Basically fully occupied basically the same way that it was when he was killed in his driveway June 12, nineteen sixty. How was it walking up that driveway, man? I, you know, it was, that's the it most was eerie. Part it was almost um, surreal. Yeah. You know, because I'm strolling up and down the driveway, you know, because Byron walking on top of history. Is in a bush 100 yards away with a high-powered rifle shooting at him while his kids is inside yeah. the house. Of course, Murley, his wife, and he's, you know, he's getting gunned down in his driveway just exiting his uh, station wagon. It was surreal. I just wanted to. It was so just like many? said, the Ghost of Mississippi, that movie. You so know, how with, many? Uh, okay, so how many, how many shots did it take to kill him? Oh, God. They, there was still bullet holes in the, in the house. He shot through oh. the window. He shot through the wall. I think I've seen at least three. So I don't know how many he he got off because mm-hmm. we're talking about a high velocity weapon right but they still have holes there i mean i got pictures of it that i took and stuff that they still have it you know and there were people that moved into the house years afterwards but they basically kept kept it the same way it is that's that's the tripped out a part about it i i mean somebody brought up the point oh you can still see blood stain uh in, in the driveway and I, I don't believe that's true but the the, the the concrete of the driveway is still the same way it is mm. from what I took. Tougaloo College, which... Um, Tougaloo. Yeah, they own Merle Willed property off to Tougaloo College, which is north of Jackson. It's basically all black college. It never started out that way. They run the tour. I was just going up there to take some pictures from the outside, and somebody poked their head out and said, are you here for the tour? I said, well, I'm here now. It wasn't planned like that. Then another uh, couple from Tennessee had pulled up. This is July 3rd, uh, and we took the tour. It was about a little over an hour. It's about three-bedroom house, uh, dining room, uh, the kitchen where a lot of the bullets hit, and, uh, and you know, bathroom. A very historical site. They, mm. and, you know, you got plaques and monuments on the outside, and then they built one room. They turned one room into, you know, the history of Megar F, and I think I showed that on Facebook, mm. and it has a lot of information <laughs> up on the wall. The thing about it, this particular house, which he built, he did it on a GI firm, uh, a fund, a GI, GI loan. bill. Thank you, yes. GI bill. Uh, he built it because you know he, this early 1950s. He built it where the rooms were in the back. Okay. Okay, not up front because he's field secretary for the NAACP, the first in the state of Mississippi. So you know there would be some uh, backlash from that. So he wanted to keep his family safe. So he built the rooms in mm. the back. Also, he told his family, if anything go down, bullets start flying. This is what you do. You know, you crawl to the bathroom, you get into the bathtub, you know, you protect yourself for safety and stuff. So it was pretty unique that he had all this mapped out. out. He had it planned out. Planned out. And, of course, his day came. You know, he was there when James Meredith integrated 
Mississippi. He was behind that. Okay, he was behind a lot of civil rights, civil rights right. thing that uh, uh, events that was going on, leading right up until his death. That a lot of people don't know. Mm. Jackson is enormously wealthy with a lot of civil rights information. Now, I talked to a couple of people. One of them, she was nine years old out there marching. She knew what was going on. Okay, she put okay. her life out there on the line. Right, right. Jackson is a very interesting historical uh, spot. And if anybody get a chance to you know to visit it, they have a, like a driving tour of all these historical spots. Do it. Take it. I mean, and it, you know, it's just like any other deep south city. Okay, but okay. you enjoy yourself. Mm. That's right. what I said. And also, I drove thirty miles. West of there, I went to the uh, Vicksburg Civil Rights National Military, not Civil Rights, the Vicksburg National Military Park, where the Vicksburg, the Battle of Vicksburg happened during the Civil Rights, the Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah, yeah, Civil <laughs> that War. That was amazing as itself. It's a 16-mile tour. Okay. And I drove it. I went there on 4th of July. Right. That wasn't planned, but they were doing reenactments, and, and they had a lot of people out there talking about you know, specific battles that happened right there. Right. Because it's right there on the uh, Mississippi, across right. the Mississippi, you in Louisiana. So did they have, like, a uh, wow. uh, history of the blacks that uh, yes, fought in yes, the Confederate they, 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 War? Uh, on very the Confederate few. It's very few. Uh-huh. And right now they trying to get more information to include that. Okay. They have this wonderful, beautiful sculpture of these uh, three black Americans from the Civil War. Yeah, I've seen that it's, picture you yeah, posted. Yeah. It's, it's towards the end when I was about to exit out. It's a um, bronze statue. Okay. And there's three individuals. Two of them are soldiers, Union soldiers, of course. Right. And one of them is a slave. What was interesting how they uh, had it set up, how the person did it, one of, they're carrying a wounded black soldier on each side. The slave is looking back. Okay. The slave is looking back. It's like, this is what I'm leaving. Leaving, right. Okay. The wounded soldier, that symbol represented uh, the blood and the effort and the, the courage of, of the black people. Right. And uh, the other guy on the other side, he's holding up the wounded soldier. He's looking ahead. So he's look, moving forward. Our, right, right, exactly. Right. Now, the guy, the, the slave that was looking back, you know, my stepmother was like, no, he's looking back to see if that slave catch is coming back. <laughs> that was an interesting point. <laughs> right, but it's right, a right, beautiful right. sculpture. I forget who did it. Are we free? <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful sculpture. I forget who did it, but the person is based out of Jackson. It was put there probably, uh, what? Five years, five six years ago. Okay. Some people, and then they have some other things in a in a museum that pertains to um, the blacks. So how because did you how did you plan out your your your? It was, I mean, it was is there like a, a website where you could just be like, okay, I, this is all the spots I want to hit? Well, or? like I grew up in Illinois, born okay. and raised, mm-hmm. and I used to go back and forth to uh, Mississippi. Okay. Uh, during the summers, you no. Know. So it was like a bucket list thing for you. It, 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 you know, this, I said this time, okay, I'm going to jot down mm-hmm. all these areas and visit it because I, you know, I'm young. I was a kid. I didn't understand a lot of things that was going on when I was growing up. The Civil War thing, this Battle of Vicksburg, uh, the Battle of uh, Champion Hill near Raymond. What, what, what's, what's this all about? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is all this civil rights stuff that's going on in Jackson? So I just started writing specific areas that I want to meet, to visit. To hit. And that's mm-hmm. what I came to. She says, yes, I did put together a buckle list before I got there. I still have it. Okay. Sitting on my desk at the Observer. That's how I put it down. And, and I was able to do all this in six days and still visit my family, my father's side of the family okay. while I was there. All right. But it was truly an amazing experience because what I was telling you guys last week is about where we at right now. Right. We got to go back you know, right. and yeah. see what's going on. And I told so you about you did, the slave you plantation. Go to, did you go to the Ebony Awards too as well? Or uh, Essence, Essence Award? No. no uh, I got there Award. the last day it was there back in the world. Okay. But I went to that um, Creole plantation. Oh, okay. The Lower Plantation, mm-hmm. which uh, has a lot to do 
with the the Songs of the South, that Disney movie, mm-hmm. because uh-huh. oh, some yeah. of the stories generated off this plantation. Okay. And this plant, it was a sugarcane plantation. It was 12,000 acres. They had about 200 slaves on it. Wow. Working six days a week out wow. there in the hot yeah. sun, making money. And these were Creoles. Now, this is not the regular slave owners. These were Creoles. These were people that possibly had... Black blood in them that owned slaves. That mm-hmm. owned slaves, right? And this is about the early 1800s, and they did it up until right after the war. Okay. Okay. When they freed the slaves, you know, they had to pay for labor, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying. I ain't paying. <laughs> that was interesting too. Well, this, is, this is like 35 <laughs> miles west the of. Uh, and they don't pay them nothing. <laughs> Poor guys. And there were people still working there, but they wouldn't pay them nothing. Right. 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 This is about 35 miles west of uh, New Orleans. Uh, 35 miles east of Baton Rouge is right there on the Mississippi River. And it's about 13 plantations along this this road they call the River Road, um, Louisiana Highway 18. If you ever get back there, you know, hey, check it out. But I, I just wanted to get an understanding of where we're at today, go back and see what was going to bring us up today. You know I mean? With there's a lot right. of things going on with the black community. I'm just trying to get a better perspective on this thing and share it with everybody. Yeah. All right. Hey. Well, well thank you. Man. That was thank awesome. You, thank you, Tony yeah. Harvey. We definitely going to have you back at the, uh, later on. In, yeah, at, for the Observer uh, News. Thanks for letting yeah, me share Because we got a lot of stuff to discuss. We appreciate that because uh, I, I do believe that we need to travel the country and come back and tell the stories of what's going on around the country. Especially for, for those of us who don't have the gas money <laughs> to go to these places. <laughs> I live my whole life online. <laughs> I live vicariously through you. <laughs> well, let's give it up for Tony Harvey, Tony you guys. Tony Harvey. Yeah. Antonio. All right. All right. So, our first guest for this evening will be Laura. I'm going to be me as I be we cook. She is a poet, mentor, educator with Sacramento Area Youth Speaks. She and her sister, Raw Sil Fun Stewart, are the daughters of Cynthia Roberts, trumpet player for Sly and the Family Stone. And the Family Stone. You know, all squares go home. Yeah. That's who we talk about. We're talking about and Cynthia. Stan. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. So I guess you know we're all fans. Hey, hey well, you know, yes. I, I feel kind of bad because we started the uh, introduction like we do a little impromptu uh, music and we needed to have you on there. So you I need, was, I was in the back She, was, she gave us okay. a snapper too. Snapping. Yeah, I heard that, but can we get a little, uh, a little on, something, a little sound something? There. Can we get a little Black Talk Sacramento? Uh, I can't do it. I, I really can't do it. The ensemble. Like, oh, oh. Oh, oh, talking about using back. Like, okay, no, okay we got a little we got a little woo 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 a little woo 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 I like that though. That was a, woo. a little okay for yourself. I even hit that note. Hold on. That's the only note I can hear. <laughs> so what's going on? What's going on? Welcome. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. I love oh, it. Thank but you. hey, welcome. Well, we would like to welcome you to Black Talk Sacramento on Thank our you. anniversary show, our Yee! one year anniversary. Yes, yes. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Don't let me do the remix. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. 
tell us something good, Miss Cook. How's it going? What's new and exciting? Oh, what's new and exciting? I think the most um, exciting things would be that um, our youth are amazing. Yes. And um, the other exciting thing is that my sister has begun touring with my mom and a couple of the original members of Sly and the Family Stone. All right, so that's now, really, whoa, like, really cool. Take us higher. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk. Let's. We, we, we're going to go into okay. Sly and the Family Stone, but let's start with Says. Says Sacramento uh, area. You speak. Yes, you guys just came back from uh, incredible uh, uh, competition yes. that you guys did in Atlanta. Can you talk about that? That's uh, BMV Brave New Voices. Um, yeah, it was pretty. Well, it was hot. <laughs> That's the first thing I remember. I feel like I have a new take on why they call it Hotlanta. I thought it was because it was kind of saucy, you know, spicy. No, Everybody baby. Looked good. We talking about mm. humidity. Yeah, right. melting. <laughs> melting. <laughs> um, Did yeah. you sweat in the shower? Oh my God! <laughs> you have to chew the air. You know what I'm saying? You have to do chew, break it up with a knife and a fork, chew it, chew it yeah. fully, to you know, so you don't choke. Right, 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 right. You don't want to choke on the air. That's not cool. Um, yeah, it was really hot, uh, and the babies dealt, dealt with it pretty well. I feel like they were uh, champions. Well, they, they adapt. You know, they adapt. I'm about to say know. they didn't complain like me. I must be getting old. Oh, folks, yeah, they, old folks don't so how, how many of the poets did you bring from Sacramento? We had. Let me count one, one two, three, four, five, six. We had seven. Um, youth that we took totally and um, one of our youth uh, Shamari won the international um, MC Olympics. All so, right, all right, let's right, give it right up. On. Yeah. yeah. From and, and I would like to so? I would like to say that is my stepson. Hey. Uh -oh. It's okay, I'm good. Okay, can you tell uh, tell us about uh, tell us what says is about um basically there are several components to says one is a, a residency in the classroom where we go in and re-engage the students in the learning process um through spoken word uh social justice and um we really want our babies to not be left behind you know we've right. been said that uh, we've been told that no child is supposed to be left behind but black and brown students are definitely getting the shaft on some things right right so the schools that i enter into i see a, a distinct difference in you know the way that the classrooms are kept up some of the classrooms in the winter time they got the air on and the heat in the summertime they got the heat on you know it's just utterly it's just difficult backwards. To already, you know, to get the students to learn, they're coming from situations where sometimes they're hungry. We had, a, um, I remember doing a class on that, just being hungry. What happens when you're hungry? Right. And asking the babies. And that particular class, they had administration from the school sitting in. And it was beautiful because at the end of the class, at least one of the women came up to me and said, you know, I never even thought about the prospect of hunger. I've never mm. had to be hungry. Right, That's right. never been an issue for me. If I'm sitting in a meeting and my stomach is grumbling, I know I can go to the restaurant soon or I can get up and leave the meeting and go eat. Right. And so it, they had never even thought about the possibility of being hungry, let alone how that affects. And the students were right. able to voice and use their own you know, stories to tell what happens when you're hungry and you get ugly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very hard to concentrate, you know, because right. when you, like you said, when you hear that rumbling in the stomach and right. it's like, whoa. You're you focused know. on the stomach. Yeah, you right. know, and that can create headaches and all other kind oh, of uh, yeah. symptoms come it's along with attractive. being hungry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just something simple as being hungry, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 So 
Um, so that's one com component of says. The other is that we have annual slams, right. um, competitions where students from all around Sacramento, 13 to 19, I think is the age range, and they come in and they compete. Okay, um, wait, well, what is a slam? Just in case somebody doesn't know no what a slam problem. is. So It's where you take a chair. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's another slam. That's another kind of slam. Um, <laughs> 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 it's an opportunity oh, um, for the young people to, um, they write, they tell their stories through spoken word, uh -huh. and then they will come and compete. And then this, uh, each competitor is scored up to a point, uh, 10 points. And whoever gets the highest level, there's like three different rounds. And at the end of the rounds, whoever gets the highest score We'll go on to the next. We have pre prelims, we have semifinals, and then we have finals. So, okay, so you guys, um, they all compete mm -hmm. here in Sacramento. Yes. And then they go to Davis for a huge conference, right? The the part, the part other component, which is our uh, annual summit, okay. um, is held on the Davis campus. And there, they are, the ones that have made it to the finals, they get to showcase. So that's their... Like they're really, really time to, to shine as a team. That's when we uh, unveil our whatever year it is. To this year is 2015 team that will be traveling with us to the Brave New Voices competition, which okay. is an international uh, cool. competition. Cool, cool. So let's talk about um, the trip to Georgia. How was that? Um, and how did you guys do? I think we did pretty good. I think we had a few awakenings. A lot of these teams are like not playing. They are not only telling their stories, but they are there to win. And one of the beautiful things that I love about SAC Youth is that um, we kind of shake things up in that we have our own style and our own flair. And I really love that because we, they tend to, like one year we had, well, even like with Shamari, um, we had like rappers. Right. Um, we have some who like to sing a little bit and get that in. I feel like the competition went really well. BMV keeps you really busy, so it's a week-long um, no-sleep fest, basically. Right, right. Um, again, the young people dealt with it pretty well. I, on the other hand, did not want to get up. So what was that experience like? Uh, did they get a chance to uh, maybe look around Atlanta and see other... They keep a pretty tight-knit uh, grip on us when okay. we're out there, and and for good reason, because you're talking, we're talking um, several hundred, like, sure. I don't almost want to say, sometimes it looks like thousands of students. Okay. So it's, there's a huge, it's a huge mass of people. So usually we will be housed and hold a lot of things on a, whatever campus okay. is there. Uh, this year, oh, great, I can't remember the name of the campus. I'm in big trouble. Um, <laughs> it was university. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, <laughs> so a lot of the events and things that took place <laughs> happened on. I was trying to look at my tongue. I was trying to see it because it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. However, this is another thing that says likes to do. And um, so far, it's a secret. So don't tell nobody. OK. But we like because our babies. Thank you. Okay. Our babies don't get often don't get out of sack. Right, so we yeah. like to take a little time to just like do our little side trip. Right, yeah, right. And through that, what we got to do was we did get to visit Morehouse. We got to wow. visit Spellman and Clark. And I learned, I knew that Spellman and Morehouse were sister brother right. colleges, mm -hmm. but I didn't know that Clark was a cousin. I had no idea that they had this like unity of all three campuses. So that was really interesting. Um, and the way that 
I think they said Morehouse was able to remain um, a college for males is that they uh, included classes so that Spelman could come over and take classes. Oh, that's cool. Clark, yeah, okay. so that's the only way they got around that. So we did we did um, sightsee and get to see quite a few things, but for the most part, they like to keep us on the campus or wherever they have designated different uh, slam spaces. Well, that's great. How now, they like how the students like being in the South. Did, were any of them inspired to write differently when they once they got there and came back? I feel like quite a few of them have been writing. I haven't had an opportunity to hear what they've been writing yet, so I'm not really sure if they were writing differently. Mm-hmm. But definitely, some of them have been inspired to write. Some I've, I've been hearing, "Oh, oh, mama, I wrote this. Oh, oh, I wrote this. Oh, okay." Uh, so okay. Uh, we're gonna have to get together and sit down and, and get to hear some stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, can you let's let's switch it a little bit? And you were speaking. We were speaking earlier about you being. Uh, your mom playing with Sly I wanna and the family. Take you higher. <laughs> your mom playing <laughs> trumpet. She yes. was and and during these times, you Cynthia. know, we're talking about the '60s. Right. For a female trumpet player was amazing. So right. let's and you grew up Cynthia. in the midst of all that. Right. That I must, mean, we got we got a little bit of you know we got a little history. We do have a little history. I remember. Okay, I'll, let me tell. I'm gonna tell go a ahead, real go quick ahead, go ahead. quick story. My uncle actually stayed down the street from Sly Stone's mom and they used to practice in the garage and I I had to be maybe about five or six years old and we would go and sit in the garage and moms would come out and bring out lemonade and (laughs) and all kind of goodies to eat and things like that and at that time that's when I first met Laura which is crazy because (laughs) we didn't know some you know some odd years later tell the truth some 50 years later we found out in the midst of talking about it and it was like whoa you know i remember all of this so yeah okay well, okay but how was it growing up Urbano in the midst drive. of drive that was big mama's yeah, house Urbano drive. yeah 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 many memories there oh, oh wow wow okay but go ahead tell us what what it was like growing up in the midst of all this you know i feel like sometimes my stories aren't as fantastic as people might expect because I didn't know anything but that so I didn't know how to see it differently yeah yeah I think now that I'm an adult I look back and say oh my god I didn't realize that was. there were trendsetters that th- that were laying the ground for change. I didn't know that um, everywhere I went, if I chose to spoke my, speak my mother's name, that it could shift the, the atmosphere. Shift it, right. <laughs> mm. So, um, and I never did. Uh, most of my growing up, I didn't speak about it because um, I didn't know how to speak about it. So my friends would come to the house and they'd be like, oh, what's that on your wall? And I'd be like, oh, those are gold records. And <laughs> <laughs> and so my mom finally pulled me to the side. She's like, how come you don't never tell anybody about What's your it? life? Yeah. And I said, I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. Like, what do I be like? We hopscotching. My mama is Cynthia Robinson. You know, like, what do I, don't know? <laughs> well, I didn't know me, how to bring me. that up in conversation. And even now, I'm still working on it. But yeah, it's, right. it's, I don't know how to do it. Y'all well, I'll blow your horn for you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, when I was in high school, the movie Woodstock came out. Right and um, Whoa, Sly, that, that was a long time. No, hold on, brother. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, that long ago. I'll stand I up was, for mine. I'll stand up for mine. <laughs> no, but Woodstock <laughs> came out, and um, Sly and the Family Stone. At the time, you know, I was too young to go to Woodstock, mm-hmm. but I was old enough to go to Broadway in New York and see this movie. Right. And Sly Stone and them made me alter my whole entire wardrobe. 
I went and got somebody that could knit hats. <laughs> I had to have a knitted was, hat with the balls hanging from the side. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And in my eye, everybody was a star. You know, so, you know, you are, quit, boy. <laughs> no, but AA, Slide and Family Stone was very, very much oh. ahead of its time when it came oh, to wow. the yeah. funky music being created by an interracial band. Yeah, right. interracial that, women. That interracial women, a woman playing a trumpet? Right. Gender, I mean. Your mom yeah. was, she was blazing trail. Man, yeah, right. I mean, she hey, hey, when Sly got married at Madison Square Garden in New York City, wow, that was crazy. Wow. Well, I don't remember right, that. that right. Don't try it, don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> you was changing channels back in the days, don't go there. He was like, Wow, <laughs> what was that? About that. decades ago. No, he was like, Did they engrave that somewhere? <laughs> That was, that was on the stone that Moses carried. Right, 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 right. Okay, right, right, well, right. well, guess what? I am a witness. Okay, and they did rock, and I still rock. Right. I will say that as a kid, the most exciting part of that uh, experience when they got married on stage was that we had sequins all over the house for like Forever. months. <laughs> right, like, right, And right. it was so fun. Don't ask. Yeah, me they wore why. a sequin. Sly wore a sequin jumpsuit, and the bride wore sequins too. This was the wedding gown, yeah. and, yeah. The, yeah. and the whole Madison Square Garden was the basically the people at the wedding yes. right okay right. that was crazy <laughs> yeah it was amazing I, I, I do remember yeah that, I know you I know, know. <laughs> I know <laughs> but you know okay and in turn you became a prolific poet and singer, singer. Um, I will say this. very humble as as I very humble she's <laughs> too humble sometimes it'd be like yeah, yeah, girl yeah. go ahead and tell them who you are come on now go ahead and say who you are get the plug get the plug <laughs> I will say this as I am getting older I am learning that um um, that those gifts have been in my bloodline for a long time. And I just thought it was just the way that my mama raised me. Show them, Joe. And I em. learned that my grandmother was a classic pianist, and like it just keeps going and going and going. Um, mm. Apparently, from what I have learned not too long ago, our family was one of the first black families to move into Sacramento. Okay. Um, okay. We were one of the first black families to integrate public schools. Okay. Um, oh, my okay. mom has some amazing stories about Cal Middle School that would freak you out. Like, I'm surprised that she is a decent human being from right. the things that she experienced through racism and the things that went on because um, I would totally, you know, have to forgive her for being a sniper. But she became stories, a star instead. That was exactly. what you <laughs> She yeah, shot things. She shot things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and she kept hollering at people, all squares, go home. Go. <laughs> like, Dad, get well, can, up. Can, can, <laughs> right, right. Dance to the music. Can we get a sample of, of your poetry? Ooh. I want to be me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I won't do the whole thing because it is, you know. Well, give us a snippet. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Start from the start, huh? Whispering in his ear. My magic potion for love Telling him I'm sincere mm -hmm. And that there's I know some folks like, where's the poetry? <laughs> there's nothing too good for 
deep. Piercing love has often laid to rest and in some cases it's even killed my attempts to kiss fear, holding it almost intimately, like a lying mirror bent to steer my hand from being laid to the plow of truly loving. All right. Oh! <laughs> I'm gonna be me and you. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole point. As, uh, as we be we, you know. That's yeah. right. Okay. So what's what's new? What's what do you have coming up? Um, personally, for my own poetry, I've I've really kind of taken a back seat um, because the youth has really. Um, Man, they're amazing. They really are. Um, yeah, and I, and I would like to to bring up that we, we were talking earlier about the video mm-hmm. that is out for sale. Right, so right, if you right. get a chance, go on Black Talk Sacramento on Facebook. The video is posted for sale. I posted it on my wall. I posted it on my I'mo be me as I be we wall. Um, it will be going out and over and over again. It was uh, shot and edited by uh, Eli, Eli Jacobs Fantausi and his crew, which they did an amazing job. Um, I was educated that it's a short. It's, yeah, it, it <laughs> is considered a film short. Right, right. yes. And um, so it's like a little mini documentary of what we do from the classroom all the way to the summit and um, the competitions. And it is really well done. I, I have to admit, I like, I've watched it several times. Right, it's like, right really beautiful and um, I guess this coming year says is going to be doing some shifting in uh, time frames that we run our slams um, the summit um, just so you know in advance it will be on the 20th of May uh, t- is that 2016? 2016 2016 yes right yeah that uh, we're we're shifting a lot of things we're, we're learning a lot we're growing a lot as individuals and as uh, a movement and will always be about the babies. Um, we're beginning a component where we get the babies back into heading it because that's how it started um, with young people right. who wanted to see change and, and called their friends to step up for change. And so um, we definitely want it in the hands of the babies. Because right. they're what amazing. about the children? <laughs> right, right, right. They really are. I mean, you know, we complain. I, I'm, I'm on this kick right now, and, I, and I'll be brief, that I feel like our elders um, have kind of dropped uh, some of the balls in that right now all I hear coming from the older folks, and um, I am in that group, but I hear a lot of talk about, you know, the pants need to be up, there ain't no respect, and all these things that seem to be extremely negative, and my heart aches because... I don't, like on Facebook, you see the posts. I don't get to hear the beautiful, positive things. And I'm seeing a lot of beautiful, positive in the midst of some insanities. They're kids. They've got yeah. to grow through it. We had to grow through some things. Right. And some of us are still growing through it. Right, right. So, um, yeah, I just, I, it's, it's become like a mission not only to touch the babies, but to also spread the word that our babies are like gold. That's like, right. And we really missing out on our riches and wealth by not acknowledging that okay and if people want to get in contact with you about says or maybe um, want to uh, have you come out and perform how do they get in contact with you? um you can contact me through uh what is it i don't know how to uh i'm gonna be me as i be we is my facebook spell uh, that for them because you know what here we go i'm gonna go slow because we go always slow. do a heck of fast here we go i'm gonna be me is i m m o capital b M E and as I be we is A Z period I period capital B period W E. 
Lawrence is over here cracking up. <laughs> and you will be able to go on to the Black Talk Sacramento uh, website. Song. Dot, dot, dash. What, oh, what yeah. is it? Uh, yeah. www. Oh, yeah. Uh, blacktalksacramento.com. Yeah. So, and, and all that information will be posted. There you go. There all right. And you'll be able to know how to get in contact with Says and also Laura. I'm going to be me as, as I be we. we. <laughs> Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies Lord. and gentlemen, give it up for Laura Cook. Thank you. That was wonderful. That, that yeah, was, that was that was excellent. That was very good. Yes. Did the children say, the did children she say are we gold. Nerve wracking. Huh? <laughs> she said we were nerve wracking. No, not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 well, we, hey, well, did you have a good time? Yes, I did. Thank you. you guys. All, hey, right, all right, all right, all okay. right. Okay, our next guest, our next guest, our next guest is Kareem Daniels, and he's a comedian, a philosopher, and a poet who likes to poke fun. Unafraid. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, what grammar. You guys sure. got to see the visuals that's going on around here because. <laughs> It's some crazy thing. Okay. <laughs> Unafraid to touch on any subject matter from race to religion to the politics of dying. The politics of dying. Kareem has been featured in the 15 question segment on the back page of the News and Review and co produced the Chitlin Circuit art ex- exhibition at the Brick House Art Gallery. We'd like to welcome Kareem. Daniels. Yo, Kareem Daniels, what's happening? What's, what's happening? happening? What's happening? So, so, okay, tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the most important question that you get daily? Don't you never tell nobody you're a comedian. Be funny, funny man. Oh, Be funny. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. Make me laugh. Come on. Either tell me a joke or I got a joke for you. <laughs> well, I want to hear one from you. What's you a joke? Give us a good one. A good one. A good one. I want to laugh. Your man. best one. <laughs> Come on. My best one. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to... I'm I'm, think about it. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be. Um, well, that's funny. Trying to keep it kind of PC. Oh, um, kind of PC. Okay. Kind of PC. You know, like, uh, okay. I got female friends. I love women. You know, we're good. It's cool that we can be friends as long as we both know what that means. That is the 2020 20 zone. That means don't ask me for more than $20. Don't ask me to drive you no more than 20 miles. And don't ask me to lift no more than 20 pounds. <laughs> See, you ain't right. I like that. I like that. 2020. <laughs> What's that's been going on? <laughs> anything over 20 miles, that's some sexual favors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the car on the way. In the car on the way. <laughs> See, you won't get me to San Francisco and be like, oh, I'll get you on the way back. <laughs> Which is that I'll be okay. I'll, I'll be, be okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm uh, just got back from a 10 day meditation retreat. I oh, saw okay. that. Yeah, so t- tell us what, what is that about? What, and you needed uh, a haircut after that. I saw a picture. You I, needed I, a haircut and all that. Well, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, come on, retreat. So, so oh, there's oh, a oh, there's a documentary oh, out called The Dhamma Brothers, okay. which is about this uh, meditation technique, which is called vipassana. Uh, and they did this uh, technique in a prison in Alabama. I think it was Alabama or Georgia. Um, but the a part of that process is is a ten day silent retreat. So it's ten days. Uh, there are men and women at the retreat, but you're segregated. You can't talk to anybody for 10 days. You actually can't look at anybody for 10 days. Uh, you can talk to the teachers and the teacher's assistants and the people on on the, Where I guess you on the campus. 
Wait, 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 wait. You, you, said you, can't, you can't look at people? You can't look at people. So wait, wait, are you in the same room as other people? You're in the same room as other so people. So you have to look down all the time? You have to look That's down prison. All the time. You can't yeah. look yeah. No, it's, it's it's a way of keeping you within yourself. Okay. And by yourself. And by yourself. <laughs> and you meditate for... So was y'all fasting too? or what No, uh, it was a vegan diet for the time. And actually, I'm now a fan of vegan food because they had some really good food. Okay. Uh, okay. But it's 10 days of you being So with how much you. did it cost you to, to go to this retreat? It's free. Yeah, well... It's, and they, they feed you for free? They feed you for free. Oh, I might so, go. <laughs> <laughs> so is it, is it far away? It's uh, That one was in North Fork, which is out by Yosemite. Okay. Um, okay. And there's another one in Kelseyville. But okay, it, y'all not going to move to Africa or anything no, it's, like that. Yeah, no, drink like, no Kool-Aid. Like cold, no, right, right. It, it's, it's not a cold. So the, the weird thing about it was that it wasn't really weird. Okay. Uh, you know, there was like a, a kid that looked like uh, him being there might have saved a school or something. Oh, okay. Because okay. uh, he looked like he might have shot up a school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a trench coat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, and there was that white kid that wanted to be everything but white. Right. Like right, he right. showed up and he was Indian. He's a dreadlocks. Okay. Like he had dreadlocks last year. Okay. Right. right. He has a feather today. He had a feather yeah. today. Yeah. But now he's uh, now he's um, he's a, a Buddhist. I did, hear, I did hear you like to poke fun. Yeah. And then there was a, a guy who looked like he watched the movie Siddhartha and decided he was going to be Siddhartha. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned out to be Mexican. <laughs> you just got a lot of confused people. Yeah, it was a lot of, yeah. And but it was the, like, well, okay, so how did, how did it feel to look in, just be looking inside yourself for 10 days? Well, uh, <laughs> well the other part of it was, the, but the rest of the people were just people trying to escape for a minute and mm, right, try to right. get their bearings and yeah. try to figure out what they wanted to do. Which way is up? Which way is up, pretty much. Mm, right. uh, so in that process, um, long story short, I was a foster kid. I had six six different sets of foster parents. So I had some, I still got, I've been working through stuff for a long, for like the last 20 years, but I still have some stuff to work through. Mm. Um, so in that process, you get to get to actually clear all the clutter out of your mind mm. right. uh, to the point where you stop hearing the voices. And silence, when you when, when I say a silent meditation, the your the voice in your head is louder than oh, yeah. anything that you can imagine. Whoa, whoa I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, like you realize that the voice in your head talks way more than your wife does. Wait a minute. That is if you marry. You got to be might, kidding. It, it might be your mama's voice. Yeah, your mama's voice. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. That's oh, like <laughs> it, it, it would seem like I would get through a voice and then like another voice would come, come out. Like, right, right, where do right. all these voices come from? <laughs> and then just images of stuff that you don't even know that's in your subconscious just comes out. So do you start talking to these voices? I'm, I'm, I'm no, serious, you, though. No. Uh, the idea of the meditation uh -huh. is to learn how to detach. Okay. So the key to it is not to grab onto or judge anything that comes up. Right. So you're just letting it pass through. You kind of, you acknowledge that it's there and you just kind of look at it for what it is and let it go. Okay. Okay. And so the whole process really is about letting go and detaching. Like even to the, like to the, I got to a place where the voices stopped and the picture stopped and I just had clarity. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
But so that's that's kind of reaching a higher point of yourself, right? Right. Spiritual, spiritual yeah. point. But then you can't even. They don't want you to attach to that either, because then that make when you go back to meditate, right. then that you're makes to that you try to level. obtain that same level, mm. and then you miss out on the whole part of the process. I I, I, I will have to admit I've I've been there one time before. Um, you was high. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, (laughs) go ahead, man. (laughs) I want to take you (laughs) But the thing, one of the things was. Wait, 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 wait. No, okay, what happened? We want to know what happened to you. Yeah, what happened? Why why did you go to, you know. To that place. To that place. What what was the. Mr. Daniels, could you uh, please. So I, I will say this about the and I'm and we meditated like eight hours a day. So oh my goodness. It, oh, wow. yeah, so That's it wasn't serious. it's serious. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So now if you meditate for eight hours a day, do you get a chance in that day to have something to say to somebody? No. None at all? None at all. So Ooh. when do y'all meditate so you, like under a waterfall? What was so doing? you can't take you can't take books, you can't take uh, notepads, you can't take, oh, take me. music, oh, you can't take anything. So you're with you for that that whole time period. Okay. So it's, it's, Man. it's but, where, but where were you meditating at? Uh, you can meditate in your room or you can meditate in the there's a meditation hall that we went to every day. Or in so the they woods. were like, huh? In the woods. It's well, it's out in Yosemite, so but in no, you're woods. no, you're in the uh, meditation hall. Okay, so, so they like cabinets and yeah. So there's a big cabinets. meditation hall, and then they have sales that you can go to if you right. want to kind of dig in a little deeper. Sales, yeah. What kind of sales? It's a, just a little room, a little room. Yeah, mm. it's not prison. <laughs> <laughs> sales, but it's, it's it's one of those places where you like just lost me just now. Solitary confinement. Why you doing push-ups? The first. <laughs> The first time I did sit in there, I was a little uncomfortable. But then I went back in the next day. I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm doing this. So I'm going to try it. And I actually went back in there and I had like one of the my best moments of clarity throughout the whole process. So, uh, and that was the particular reason for those. It is if you wanted to try to dig a little deeper in what you were um, meditating so, on. Would you get in trouble yeah. if you talked to somebody? I'm curious in, about this. Uh, you wouldn't get you in know, trouble. Would they put you out? No, actually, they kind of. So actually, they kind of expect it because they don't. They don't expect they know, you to go total silent in a day, right? Because they know that you're human. Okay. So you you're be like, you're gonna be like, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I they know. It. Yeah, they know that. Mm. You know, there are certain. They know. Mm. So like, it it would be interesting because you would have your day, and then the guy would do discourse. Uh, the discourse at the end, and he would tell you some of the stuff that you did during the day. Oh, they was watching you. No, they no. Oh no, because the guy's dead. The guy's been dead for Who? a couple years. <laughs> but you had like a video of him giving the discourse. He the guy that the guy that's dead is telling you what you did. Yeah, well, he's because he all took, of the things that he, because all of the things that he, he took talked, a video years before. Yeah, okay. So all the things that he talked about are things that are human nature. Right. Yeah. So oh, okay. So things okay. that something that everybody would do. So everybody would everybody would experience during the process. Yeah, he's not psychic. Yeah, he he wasn't. <laughs> he, did that. he wasn't telling the future. Oh, he was that's like, what I'm trying he to say. like, Kareem, I see you. Yeah. No, he wasn't like that. He like, hey, how you know me? We don't. We don't. Honestly, we don't mean to make. Light of this, oh no, it's cool, but for a brother, this is unique, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and that's part of the reason, right? Okay, right. I will yeah. say, and I'm gonna say this this part of what happened with me was so, like I just said, I told you, I was a foster kid, right? So, my mother left when I was two weeks old, yeah. You have um, an amazing story, man, 
So, um, so you're gonna write a book about it at some point. Mm-hmm. But in her stead, there were three women who stepped up and have been uh, been mothers to me throughout that process. And so on the last day, last day that we could do a serious meditation, um, I sat and for the first time, I'll say in my soul, I realized that the three of those women choosing to be my mothers and to love me outweighed her leaving by such a large amount that's right that it's insignificant at this point that's right right and so just to be able to get to that point to get that that personal clarity was worth sitting eight hours a day barely being able to stand up at the end of the evening so being love is more important than who's loving you exactly just being love period you just know? being love period I like that that's a that's yeah. a great write it down we're gonna we're yeah. gonna coin that phrase and Go we and so. we as as black people sometimes you know your dad leaves or you you're stuck living with your grandma or whatever and you carry that forever you carry that forever and mm-hmm. sometimes we get caught in who's in, yeah. in abandonment and who's loving us to the point that we miss out when certain people are trying to step in and come on with what they can for you yeah we're gonna pass the plate who's who's supposed to love you yeah who's supposed to love you and you know and you forget who's really loving you yeah Mm. so sometimes we we miss out on that part Mm. so So uh, do you do you recommend this for i recommend it for some people some people Yeah. yeah Cause like Cause I say, a, everything ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for everybody. Yeah. But I mean, but is, is there a way that somebody can, you know, reproduce this maybe even at their home and say to try, try, like try this at home? Well, I would know. Necessarily, don't don't try this at home. home. No. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to tell you right now, don't yeah, try it at home. some serious... Yeah, you said find you yeah. locked up in a closet. So yeah, <laughs> don't try it at home. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's not something that I would have anybody try at home. Right, but uh, you need guidance to do it. Right, you need you need something that you need guidance to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people come back. Right. Uh, right. So like I said, it's free, but it's like a, a, a donation based thing. So okay, uh, whatever you can donate, they appreciate. If you can't donate, if you could go back and do like a day. Uh, Service because the people that uh, took care of us were volunteers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if okay. you go back and do that, then they appreciate that. If you have a special skill that they can use, then they would appreciate that. So, okay. And you, you don't have to. You and Lawrence can go. Yeah. You don't have to. What? You. you <laughs> <laughs> And you don't you don't have to commit to being a a Buddhist or whatever to go or you know, you don't come out and you're like, Oh, you have to Right. You have to follow the practices. It's kinda like, okay, this is a a stop along the way or this is a tool that you can use to help you you know, moving forward. Okay. Okay. It can't be spoken word, though. Uh, right. right. <laughs> it can't, it can't, it can't be. It, no. Well, it can be after the fact because I there were mornings I had clarity about some things that I couldn't. I've never like things were some certain things were laid out me for me so clear that I don't think I would have ever got to that point without doing that. So okay. Mm. All right. Um, so you had a mountaintop experience. I had a couple of mountaintop experiences. Okay. Right. Very good. So, so so let's talk about the um, the juice so, joint. Because well, I know that we are. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, oh, so well, so coming out of there, there are two projects before the juke joint. Okay. So one of the projects is going to be actually a podcast called uh, "Searching for Black Jesus," which um, I will talk about the search for spirituality in the 21st century. Mm, okay. Uh, being black and searching for truth and spirituality in the 21st century, and mm. we'll be interviewing people from various faiths and let them talk about their story and why they believe what they believe and how that works for them, uh, just so that we can get. Get some other information right because uh, a lot of times we just don't know and then the other one is a project that um i've done a bunch of different stuff right and i've been trying to figure out how i can do something to 
give back a little more because I feel like I have to for all the people that have stood in for my folks. Uh, so, and I talked to the people at Sankofa on Sunday, so I might be doing it there, but uh, there's a project that's going to be called uh, The Opportunities Are in the Credits. So, you know, you, when you watch a movie, everybody stops when the credits start rolling. Right. But if you actually look through the credits in a the movie, there are a bunch of opportunities that we don't know about. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, like, you can reproduce that with, like, a CD. Like, if you took a CD until you took the liner notes, right. you can look through there and be like, oh, I didn't know that was a job. Like, if you got a kid that plays trumpet in high school, and he'd be like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to be done playing trumpet in high school. And be like, yeah, Actually, no, you can get a job as the best boy. Yeah, you can get a job as the best boy, or you can be a, a session musician in Hollywood. Right. Right. And then, uh, or grip. Or, or grip. grip. Yeah. yeah. And engineer sound. Engineer sound. Engineer. Yeah. And so the idea is to take. To think outside the box. To think outside the box and cool. to teach them how to think outside the box. So we'll start with those two things and then teach them how to take that and apply it to almost anything. So that's one of the other things that came out of that. So uh, like I said, it, it was one of those things that came out, so I'm still working it out. Okay. And like I said, I, I talked to the people at Sankofa on Sunday, so it might be I might be doing it there. And if they'll have me, then I, I think I'll be grateful to do it there. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about. Uh, you, you have also been doing some promoting and promoting. presenting different types of shows, and you have a show coming up called Juke Joint Fridays. Yeah. So that came out of the Chitlin Circuit exhibit that I did with uh, Milton Bowens and uh, Angela Mays. So uh, we did an art exhibit where we taught. Well, the the girls and Milton did art based off the Chitlin Circuit. Okay. Um, if everybody don't know, that's where uh, James Brown, Little Richard. That's why oh. some of the great music came from. Came yeah. from yeah, and so uh, and that was because when they were touring, they, were they touring. wouldn't let them play in in. Uh, they could play. They could play. They could play in white places, clubs, but they couldn't black play. Couldn't but black people couldn't, couldn't, couldn't stay. Yeah, there. yeah, right. And they couldn't say right. So in keeping with that, like I like when I did the art talk with Milton, I like to remind people that that wasn't Mo- like the Chitlin Circuit wasn't Motown. Right. The Chitlin Circuit was the stuff that stank. Right. The stuff right. that made you frown up your face right. when you right. heard it, like that funk of James Brown. Right. Right. So my idea is to. Kind of try to recreate that. Um, so we're doing it at the Brick House, and I'm trying to get artists that have a, a unique voice and actually give them an opportunity to actually perform. Because a lot of the shows I see around town, uh, they have a bunch of people on the bill, which is totally cool, you know. Right. But I want to be able to give my artists a chance to actually perform. So I'm trying to book like a singer and a comic, and just let them give them 45 minutes to an hour to do their thing. And show you know show people what they got. Okay, okay. So who are, who are some of the guests that you have coming up? So the uh, first show is uh, my boy D Tyler. Uh, this guy is my favorite comic in Sacramento, and this will be on Friday, September eighteenth. <laughs> Friday, September 18th. at the Brick House. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Laura can attest to this. There's always an artist that'll you'll hear them, and they always make you want to write. D Tyler is that comic for me. Okay, because he'll. He'll take something and he'll twist it in a way. You'll be like, how in the hell did you get that out of that? Out of that. Right, right, right. (laughs) So he's that cat for me. And then uh, the universe smiled on me and gave me Erica Amron to open the first show. Uh, Because... I did not know who she was. Uh, my boy Andrew Defoe said, "Hey, you might want to look at this person." And I talked to her. We scheduled. We we came up with a price for everything. And then I was like, "Oh, I might want to listen to her before uh, the show." And I went back and listened to her. And I was like, "Damn, I did not offer you enough money." 
<laughs> if you like India Aubrey, if you like Guapale, right. you will love Erica. Okay. 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 Uh, Great. Yeah. So the show is on um, September, September 18th. 18th. And then at, um, at what time? At it's. It's going to be 7 o'clock to 10. So So doors open at 7. We'll probably start the show about 7.30. Uh, Okay. So CPT. 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 Because it's the juke joint, Because it's the juke joint. Right. Okay. And okay, now, is there a cost to get in? So it's $10 if you get your tickets on Eventbrite before next month. It's $15 at the door. Okay. Oh, I'll tell another quick joke before I go. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is there going to be a fish sandwich at the juke joint? Oh. Nope. Well, I don't. we're gonna have something. <laughs> what? Do you have one in your pocket? <laughs> you got a fish sandwich in your pocket. <laughs> so, uh, Leo Leo Hickman from the Happy Hippie Cafe, he'll yes, be yes. providing some tea, and then my love for vintage uh, mobile boutique. She'll classy. be classy, 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 classy hippie, classy, 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 hippie. classy hippie. Yeah. And then uh, the lady that does the mobile vintage uh, boutique, she'll be there. Okay. Okay. What's a, what's a mobile vintage? So she has a van. She has a truck that she drives. Oh, it's a store on wheels. Store on wheels. Mobile port. Okay, and then it's vintage clothing. Vintage clothes. Okay, that's a new trend. Sweeping. Okay, so before you go, can we hear one more joke? So, um, like I said, I'm from the south, so I grew up around the juke joint. uh, we called our Piccolo Chapel because uh, on Sundays your daddy took your uh, your mama took the kids to church and your daddy went to Piccolo Chapel <laughs> to talk junk about the preacher. <laughs> I can't tell the rest of it. Oh, no, you okay? This oh, is a podcast. Okay. We okay? You got some children. We got some children. We got children in the house. Yeah. Oh. yeah don't talk about the sand on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't know about that. And the juke joint when you go to yeah, the sand, no, the sand on the floor. The yeah. sand on the floor yeah. helped yeah. add to the music when when people dance. You hear so that's where they got the soft shoe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Soft, yeah. yeah. Can we have a twenty 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 joke again? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hate people who hate on athletes and entertainers. Uh, you want to be mad at somebody about you not being six five, able to run a four five forty? Be mad at your mother. <laughs> I call mine every week and say you should have picked somebody taller. <laughs> How you going to have sex with somebody who's 5'3 and name me Kareem? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Kareem, Kareem Daniels. Daniels. Give it up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that is funny. You know how people be naming people different things. You know the girl. Because they want you to be something that you're not. Yeah, name oh. your daughter Lexus. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Lexus. Or Mercedes <laughs> or Porsche. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to name my son. I'm going to name my son Toyota. <laughs> like, come over here, Toyota. Well, at least you didn't want to. Your call show him. is efficient. <laughs> okay, so, so next up we have we have Observer News. So what time Ob- is it? Observer, Observer News. Oh, that was pretty good. Was y'all, good. Yeah, <laughs> y'all must have rehearsed. Uh, we need a barbershop. I like it. Come on like back in here, Tony Harvey. How you doing, Tony Harvey? Okay, back this is the fourth edition to Black Talk Sacramento, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, right. we like to bring back. Tony Harvey. Yeah. Tony Harvey. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So, so um, the way you add the Observer into the mix. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so what's yeah. happening in Observer News this this, this um, week? Well, yeah, this week. This week. Today I'm going to start off with a individual who is 
looking for some serious financial assistance. She's a former graduate of Sacramento High School. She attended uh, UC Berkeley. Uh, she taught elementary school in Ghana, Africa. Whoa. She has advocated for the less fortunate after the Katrina hurricane in New Orleans and the Gulf Coast state. And her name is Dominique Donnett. Right. Okay. Yes, she uh, will be going to Harvard University in Cambridge, Massachusetts in the next couple of weeks. And the price is pretty high, but mm. she's still going. She is looking to raise $75,000, but she said uh, basically she'll need half of that. She'll take the others out on student loan. It's a graduate program. Uh, she'll be going to, to do some things that has to do with educational policies, which she's been working on right now down in L.A. at a program. So basically, she is from Oak Park. All right, okay. And she has really lived a tough life. Uh, she's been in and out of 26 different schools, in and out of several different foster homes, such as yourself, Mr. Kareem Daniels. But look how you turned out great. And mm -hmm. certainly, this young lady has done the same. So, yes, they put together a GoFund campaign for her. It is GoFundMe Dom to Harvard. Uh, of course, oh, I wrote going a story. To Harvard, huh? Yes, yes, yes. This is a graduate program. Okay, um, very cool. She's a double major from UC uh, Berkeley, so she had this opportunity to uh, either go to Stanford or Harvard. Uh, she really wanted to go to Stanford, which I think she did get accepted, but she eventually uh, decided on Harvard. Just a one-year program. But she'll that's learn all, a lot. She, yeah, that's you know, all you need from Harvard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you know, one week I'll be like, yeah, I'm hey. a Harvard graduate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is great because we need to spotlight the youth that are doing something mm -hmm. out there. And mm -hmm. so many times we turn As around if, and we always talk about what they're not doing. And actually, it's, it's, it's uh, a lot of people out there that are doing fantastic doing and great things, things that, mm -hmm. uh, are, that is benefiting the community. So and let's I, give a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like one of our guests just said, you know, and, we don't and, highlight that enough. Yeah, and then also, I mean, Sacramento's very talented. Oh, yes, yes. We have a lot of I mean, across the board. I yeah. mean, uh, we ain't just talking about athletes. I mean, we, there's a lot of young people coming up these days and they're yeah, doing some very wonderful talented. things. Uh, yeah, amazing. You know, engineers, uh, scientists, uh, doctors, lawyers. <laughs> Indian and, chiefs. Hmm? Indian chiefs. Indian chiefs? You know them. Indian Never chiefs. mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost with you, man. Nah, it's that look. Don't I don't think so, Indian Chief is a major. Right? <laughs> so, Indian okay, Chief. so how can they donate? Uh, oh, yeah, like I said, how, you, how can well, this is what you can lower. do. Uh, go to www.sacobserver.com and you will see the story on Dominique there. And at the end of that information, uh, end of the uh, text, we'll have all the information about. Uh, Donating to her. Okay. Now, she set it up as an agenda where you can sponsor certain things that certain she levels, needs. Like right. Okay. Her rent, uh, coats or something like that, because you know it's going to be extremely she cold out there on the coats. East Coast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you want to fund two coats or whatever, you know, uh, you, you can do that, you know, rent. Uh, because she won't be able to work. The whole time she's there. She, I mean, she will have she, to invest all of her time. Into yes, this she'll be doing research and, program. and studying. Yeah. yeah. And it's a wonderful lady. You know, uh, I spent some time with her and one of her foster mothers last Thursday, uh, Miss O.D.L. Burr, uh, who actually brought her from a uh, – she was born in a federal penitentiary. Oh. Uh, yes, yeah, she was born in a federal penitentiary in Dublin, California. And Miss O.D. Burr uh, – Went there to pick her up before she ended up being 
on the adoption list and it took off from there. And I mean, our parents, you know, been through some rough times. Uh, she keeps up with them, but not as much as she wants to. But just the type of person that she's becoming and coming out of a unique place as Oak Park says a lot. Mm -hmm. So okay. if you know, if you uh, have a willing heart, you know, whatever you could donate ten dollars to a thousand dollars, I'm pretty sure this young lady would uh be appreciative. Give the name that they can send it to her once again. Her name is Dominique Donette. That's uh, D-O-N-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. Please go to uh, the SAC Observer website and you will see the story. And at the end of that story, the end of the text, we'll have all the information. But please read the story. That'll give you a more of an understanding of what she's about and what she's been through and where she's going. Where she's going. And then she's going places. She's been around the world. I mean, she's been to seven different countries. Uh, of course, she's been across the, across the country. Um, she's a dancer. You know, she had some time. She spent uh, the summer at the Alvin Ailey uh, Performance uh, Theater in uh, New York. So she's real, pretty well-rounded, you know. You got a great outlook on life. So, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I great. thought I'd just bring that up, though. So Thank if you're feeling very, very um, yes. yeah, philanthropic, you can go ahead and uh, donate to a sister that's doing good things, going to Harvard. Hey, you can actually say, hey, I helped you through school, so I'm going to stay at your house this weekend. Um, well, about about it. Yeah, when <laughs> she, about about she get somewhere, yeah. When she becomes Condi Rice, you can be like, hey. Hey. <laughs> Hell, so the Observer also did a story in the calendar section about the Straight Outta Compton film that is coming Straight out. Out this of Friday, so have you August seen it? 14th. I have seen, um, I have seen clips of it, but I tell you one thing. Uh, one of the things that's rolling out there is about the way women are being portrayed in this flick. Now, I'm going to see it, but understand, <laughs> we are talking about gangster rap, N.W.A. They pretty much pioneered yeah, this whole gangster rap. Yeah. Well, you know, yes. uh, I, I, I was reading and. <clears throat> Oprah gave yeah. it thumbs up. She said ah, it was a very so powerful film. Mm -hmm. So, um, and this was things that were going. I, I hear. I haven't seen it, and oh, I, I'm, I'm going definitely to going to see it. But these were things that were happening in, in that our time. community during that time. So, you know, even though there may be some risky array, you know, uh, and you might not want to see it, it's real. Well, yeah, you know, going with open mind. That's all what I say yeah. about films anyway. Yeah. Because I, you know, I hear a lot of reviews, and you know, if I get a bad one, well, that's not me because I, I want to know for myself. Sure. Yeah, so we all know that you you're, you're a movie. Yeah, you know what the movie yeah. posters are. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm being on yeah, yeah, Hollywood. I watch crazy. silent films. Yeah, that's just me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So what else do we have? Okay. Well, I do want to. Uh, we did mention uh, Milton Bowen's. Yeah. Yeah. Art exhibit, which is a. Uh, Ten cents uh, from a nickel. Yeah. Ten cents from a nickel. Yeah, yeah. That's going on at the uh, Brickhouse Gallery. That I think everyone wants to check out. Uh, a lot of history behind that. And I mean, that's one of the things that I learned. You know, when I went on my trip. You know, about uh, the slaves in the sugarcane field. Right. And they put their face on a product for advertisement. Right. This is basically what. Yeah. Milton is talking about. And yeah. And so I, you know what I'm talking about yeah. because you were one of the uh, guest poets there yeah. and you said some profound things about that era. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, how long ago on? To the end of this month? In August? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, to the end of this month. Um, I want to say yeah, to he has August a closing 30th. On, um, yeah. August 30th. Yes. And then he has an art talk on August 29th. Art talk, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. And we do want to support that on uh, August yeah, 29th. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I think I, what, it started about 7 o'clock? One, so? yeah, one of our local uh, intellectuals. Slash artists, you might want to go out and hear that man speak. Mm -hmm. um, you always come out enlightened. So, uh, what else do we have here? Do yes, have well, uh, the, um, even though it just passed, or? I do want to highlight the fact that the uh, St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church on 14th Avenue Oak Park, they just had held their uh, fundraising uh, concert for the Miss Late 
Carrie Sue Williams as uh, pastor, Dr. Reverend Ephraim Williams, pastor, uh, late wife who passed away a few years ago. They have a concert every year to fund um, a, a scholarship that she had started mm. before she passed on to give to kids who are just on the fringe, you know, just, you know, they could fall backwards or move forward, but they want to go to school and they don't have the funds. Mm. So this is what yeah. this concert did. And oh, very cool. I think this is the second concert that I understand that it uh, went pretty well. And yeah, as uh, always, we still have these uh, other issues that's going on. This is uh, a couple of days ago. It was the uh, Mike Brown. Yeah. Uh, so how, how is the, the the body camera thing coming? Oh, and, uh, yeah, and that's one thing that we talked about last week. We need to get back on that because a lot of things has stalled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the uh, California state capitol, uh, as far as pushing legislation on this, uh, I have to get more information on that. But I do know Stockton <laughs> mm -hmm. has fully implemented body cameras okay. for oh, 200, okay. 250 officers, and they're not looking back. They are going with this. Yeah. And we all know about what's going on down in Stockton. I know Stockton okay. ain't no joke. Yeah, <laughs> Stockton. Okay, but Sacramento, you said Sacramento. Sacramento. Uh, we, we spoke to the uh, chief of police or the Sacramento Police Department, uh, Sam Somers, and that program, which is still a pilot program, is right. still in progress. Okay. And somewhere down the line, he did say they're going to report back to the city okay. and see where they want to go with this. Okay. I think they're going to stick with it, but w what people must understand is it's a costly it's expensive. device. Uh, any device could cost anywhere between $400 to $1,000. Then we have to uh, think about the storage. And to maintain. And how to maintain But it. I, I think, you know, that if we keep pressure on them because they have the money, believe me. Uh, they they the can money. get the money. They can get the money mm -hmm. if needed. So mm -hmm. I think we just need to keep pressure on them to make sure yeah. that those things come about. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about why Stockton is really you know, gun ho about this thing is somebody donated $300,000 to this program to make oh. this happen. It's an anonymous donor, but somebody's like, this is important. Maybe, you know, they know the situation. Okay. Because not only it could protect the citizens, it could protect the cop too. $300,000, right. obviously <laughs> someone wealthy who could do that. But regardless of that, you know, Obama got some programs out there where they can get the funding too. The money's out there. Uh, you're going to have to do it anyway, because this stuff is getting, right. getting way right. too. I mean, you know about the indictment back in where uh, Cincinnati, where yeah. they indicted the police Ohio, based yeah. on that that, oh, that yeah. body yeah. camera. camera. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he said the guy that he shot. Yeah, because he, he, he said the so dude he, tried to he run over him and he dragged him in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. the body camera says this. No, you just shot him in the head. That's what you did. You just shot him in the head because you was feeling like that that day, and right. that's where it's at. Now, he's only been indicted. It hasn't been a court trial. It hasn't been a conviction, but that's the start. Well, at least the camera, yeah, brought it out. All right, well, let's talk about something else, uh, other stuff that's going on in the news right now. Um, so, Sandra, I know we haven't been um, oh, yes. a Black Talk. We took out, we took off last month, uh, but so much happened last month. We had the Sandra Bland thing happen last month, right? Right. Yes. Yep. Um, which was another issue where a sister just got from a blinker. Arrested. Yeah. 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 She was arrested, and then um, mysteriously, yeah, not a problem. but not only just arrested, but she was. Yeah, from a blink. Take it out. She was yeah. tackled. Yeah. She was pushed to the ground. Just head from slammed a, to the just, ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for not putting out your cigarette. Like. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. You know, and it. He, she was provoked. I believe I believe that she do, was so provoked do you by think, the officer. He said, I will light you up. He did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said this. this. He said the words. You heard it on the tape. I will light you up. Yeah. While he had the taser in his hand. I will light you up. To me, it's just it's just amazing. Remember, I was talking about All over when we cigarette, first when we first started the show. We was talking about um, what's that what's that brother that got 
that got killed uh, in Ferguson, one? which was the anniversary. Mike Brown. Mike, Michael Mike Brown. Brown. Anniversary was uh, yesterday for that, right? Yes. Was it yesterday uh, or yeah, the so day before? It's on tonight, on Sunday. The day before, or it was on Sunday. <laughs> Ferguson and is on fire again. Yeah. Oh, is it? It oh, is. They, it they, is. They, um, they had a killing. Yeah. They had a killing. And then they had then they had the white officer, not white officer, but white white pedestrian, white civilians out there with guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Talking guns. about they protecting something. It's like, come on now. About those people on the first show. Yeah. It's true. amazing how nothing has changed, but everything is. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're looting. Those are not the, they, not lead all see the um, It's they amazing, had a but, but the police they officers, looting. they're not going to come out there and arrest them. Yeah. Not, I mean, they have fully automatic weapons, like they, like they're in Iraq or something, like they're occupying yeah. force. A lot of those guys are police officers. Yeah. Oh, they, they see off-duty the police yeah. Yeah. to agitate. About, as far as agitating the whole, right? They're, they're off-duty police officers. They're military people who took an oath when Obama got elected not to uphold the Constitution or the stuff that he does. He, he Whoa! But well, did you see the news on the news this afternoon? They showed a tape with the um, young man with the gun in his hand, the one that was supposed to be shot, or in Ferguson. Right. They had um, this young boy got shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they've now found a tape showing him shooting at the cops. They found a tape. They have a tape that they're showing him running. Like they show this tape where there's a crowd of people, and then right. suddenly the I crowd just I, starts yes, running. Yes, I did see. And then he yes, runs in the about middle of the crowd. Morning. He's standing there with a gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's how that the first night. No, they're talking about this tape. This oh, came out today. Just, this yeah. just emerged. This okay. just came today. The, the first tape that they showed of the incident, uh-huh. there was a kid, there was somebody shooting. Yeah, yeah. They said that's what. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, if you're shooting at the cops. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We at war. Let's brother. be honest now. We well, at war. Well, I'm just so, saying. That's, so, yeah, that's where it's at. We're, we're basically and, at and, war. And a lot of times, too, I think, uh, and then also to the argument of, you know, I'm, I'm really tired. I'm tired of the argument that always everybody put for all the time. It's like, but what about black on black crime? You know, that kind of thing. You know, why? But what it's about like, it? It's like the police. Okay. It's like the police officer. The police officer is, is, is but he's like, okay, so they, they doing some violence against black folks. But what about black folks doing violence on other black folks? That it's is like, an issue that we need but, to talk but, about. Yeah, we, we like, can't. We that's, can't. Not a, that's not. A, that's not apples and apples. Well, well, no, 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 no. That's not an issue saying, we need to talk about. Not saying that that is not okay. I believe nobody. That. Nobody should be killing anybody. Okay, but we can't keep letting the past happen well, when a black person kills another black person. Well, well yeah, yeah. That, Why don't white ridiculous. crime happens at the same rate as black it, on black all, crime? But but well, that's, that's not crime okay. Is hold the on, same. hold on, hold on, real quick. Let me let me just okay, say right. my piece. Okay. Okay. Um, we do have a problem with police. Uh, violence against uh, minorities, and, yes. and and we do need to uh, uh, talk about this, and we need to bring it to the forefront and have Stay changes. But we also have to focus on us having crime against each other. So that you, it, it's two different things, but it's two major parts of our community that's growing that, that's that's important so you can't ignore black on black crime okay, we have well, to talk about well, it. well, well let, let me put it like this uh-huh. <clears throat> there is a such a thing as crime right so you just have just crime I mean across the board it's crime Right, and we only have one force that's supposed to fight crime, and that's the police force. 
So it don't matter if they black or white. If they if they want to rob somebody because they're trying to, and that's the difference in between the other issues. And that's why that's why we have such thing as a as a um, uh, ethnic crime or or race crime because it's not based on a motive that is normal. Like somebody see you got sneakers, they want to take your sneakers. So that's crime. Mm -hmm. If if somebody see your they break into your house, they want to do that. They they do but, that. But, that's, or, but I believe that that's the mentality that we need to change in our community. I can't worry but about. But that's what, crime. What, hold on. Yeah, you're right. But you can't. But, but okay, but I can't worry about white on white crime. I can't worry about uh, uh, crime is uh, crime. Crime is crime. But I. But, but in, in my crime crime. but in my community, I believe that we have to Address. focus on what is the problems that we're we're hating you know, each other. You know what the problem is. Well, tell me. The, the tell me if you have the that. problem is is that when you call the police. Uh huh. Right. When you call the police, when there is a crime that happens or a crime that is about to happen or you're about to be victimized. Right. If you turn to the police, you'll get killed. There's nobody you can turn to. So you take law into your own hands. And but a lot of times that, that, that sounds ambiguous, though. If you no, say, no, it's it, true. But you're saying that if I call the cops right now, that I'm going to be dead. OK, I'm saying that's, that's a, it's a highly true. it's a high probability that that they will turn to you as the victim, as the perpetrator. Well, of that's that crime. true. That's true. But OK, take all of that out of the, the picture. You can't. Yeah, you, you can. Because I remember it. If one, I'm taking my law, hold, hold, hold on. I remember in Oakland, <laughs> in Oakland, back in the 60s and 70s, we used to police our own communities. But that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's so I, I, but I'm saying let's take the police out of it. What is the problem that we're having? That Why we, we hate, hate each other? ourselves? We can't I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the problem is. You see, I, what, you see I, what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll tell you what the problem is because I learned. I was told it right here a few months ago in this bookstore, Underground Books, by Ambassador oh, okay. Andrew Young. Okay? okay, America just has a problem with violence. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 This ain't Overall, no black and white yeah. thing. Right. Stuff like that. Okay. okay. Now, that's now, what I'm saying is like, now on October, on October 10th, Farrakhan. And some other people are having another uh, the 20th anniversary march on uh, Washington, Millionaire okay. March, Millionaire March, and it's and they will be talking not only about the violence that is perpetrated against us by the police officers, but also the violence that we perpetrate against ourselves. That's right. So I think that those are things that we have to focus on. I understand what you guys are saying. Violence is violence, but it's, there's something within inside of the black community that we are targeting ourselves. each other. We're targeting I, ourselves. I, I that's, that's crazy. We, that's I, did a, I did a paper yeah, when, I was in, when I was in school. I did a paper, and we was talking about the incarceration rates. <clears throat> Right. And how black people make up a larger um, 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 percentage of the even though we 20 percent of the population of America, we make up 50 percent of the population in prison. Right. And so we was talking about that. Well, I was writing a paper about that. And I found out that no matter what race that you in, if you Chinese, white, Japanese, uh, uh, Hispanic, it don't matter which one they commit the same amount of violence against themselves, mm -hmm. not across mm -hmm. the race, mm -hmm. uh, that everybody does. Mm -hmm. Everybody does it. That is true. The problem with the black people is that there's nobody that we can turn to for help. There is nobody. It's like, I have to turn to myself for help. So it's like, if you, if you victimize my sister, if you rape my sister, right, if you rape my sister, then I'm going to have to take care of it. I can't call the police because they're going to say there's a problem with her. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's it's not it's not that that's what that's all I'm saying is that there is no one and that's the difference in between black on black crime and police crime against black people is that they they are supposed to be the people we supposed to turn to when there's a problem when we need help and they they don't do that. But they I think don't help I think us. I think even the, even the ambulance when we call the ambulance to come down to our community they come 
three hours late. People did. Okay, okay. One more. One more. Well, let's get one more before because we got to close down the show. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that we oh, still God, don't God. have, we have to take on a, a healthier attitude towards ourselves. If we can if we can see ourselves differently, I myself personally believe that other people will see us differently. We can't keep on allowing certain things to happen in the black community and think it's okay and then jump up and down and scream when somebody else does something. It just doesn't make any sense. You know, if JoJo killed Bobo, <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. Right. That's Go wrong. Ahead. And we should jump up and down and scream about Jojo kill Bill, kill Bobo. Right. That's so we wrong. should march just as much just as we as march as, as we march for anything when, else. Tony, Tony, last word. Tony, no. last word. Last word. Hey, great no, no, no. anniversary. I got, I, got, I got a few more. I got a few more things. Few more things. But, but go. Oh, yeah. uh, no. If you have a few more, uh, hey. Well, I just, this, well, I just come back. Come back to your last word. Go ahead. Okay. Well, my thing is that on tech news, I just want to put that out there. Windows 10 just came out. I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna put online that. How to install Windows 10 on your on your Windows phone, uh, Windows um, computer, um, because that's important. There's a, a, a step that you have to go through to get Windows to get 10 it. on your computer. If you have Windows 8.1, I just want to let Black folks know that so you don't do it wrong. I'm gonna put that link on there. Thank all right, because <laughs> well, y'all be like, my computer. Well, black people and white people do the same. As they got the, the same mistake. <laughs> You better put it out there well, for everybody. White people got this information. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put this on the Black Talk Sacramento website. Okay, Tony, last word. Wait, great. Man, I got, oh, uh, no, okay, no, okay, one more. Go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Negroes. I know. Um, and then also too, um, um, I wanted to mention last time I was on the air, I didn't get a chance to mention that. Where um, again, again, I'm trying to push Black folks into the tech industry, into the new green tech stuff. Yes. Um, um, uh, Tesla just invented this thing called the Power Wall. Um, where you can actually go and 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 like store up the guy. You know, you guys have both of you guys have the um, the solar 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 yes. panels right, right on your house. Right. Where they invented the power wall, where you actually can during the peak hours of the day, it can store up power, and then you have power at night. So it's very cool. You could buy it's thirty five hundred. You could put it on yes. your wall, and and it just stores the energy. It's like you can use the power at night that you stored up during the day. It's very cool. Yeah. Get into that, you know, so that we can reduce your. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it so that black people don't have to put their light bill in their baby's name. Hey, we should okay. hear about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tony, last yeah, word. Even right. We should, we should <laughs> definitely hear more about tech news. But anyway, hey, fellas. Uh, well, I need to borrow our, our baby. God, this is a great show. Great opening. You know, to start the second season of the show. I thank you for and uh, for allowing me to be a part of it. Laura Cook, you were beautiful. Karen, uh, Kareem, Kareem Daniels, man, you funny. Come on back, push them on. And I will be hitting 2020 20, 20. in the next few weeks. You can quote Great that. Show. Man, you funny. All right. Okay. <laughs> also, also, Jerry Goss Simpson has, uh, he just did, he oh, just yes, had a yes. opening. Yeah, he has a his own gallery opening. now. He has his own gallery. It's called the Goss Art Gallery. What is it called? Studio. Is that the, is that the uh, official name? Is the, uh, okay. All right. Art North Gallery Sacramento. Studio. Okay. okay. Second Saturday, second Saturday, September 12th. Okay, so who's, who's who's your first artist that you're going to uh, besides yourself? Who's the first artist that you're going? Well, to right now it's him. Exhibit, yeah. yeah. I know besides well, yourself, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at um, actually David Alexander. I'm looking at several different people. So okay. the show the show opening is actually me, but going forward I'll be actually showing other people. My goal is to just give everybody another platform, you okay. know, in another side of town. It's an also it's my way of trying to get people to travel through Sacramento. Okay, you know, if you came to see me in Oak Park, come now to Del Paso area. But we call it Uptown, y'all. Uptown in the Uptown. design so, district. So, uh, 1825 Del, Del Paso, Paso Boulevard. Boulevard. September 12th is an art talk with Jerry Gall Simpson. Uh, make sure you pick up one of the new catalogs that he has out. And ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you. 
from uh, Black Talk Sacramento. From we are uh, underground books every. We try to do every second uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, so uh, Tell a come on down and listen to a live show. The podcast is going to be online pretty soon. We and like thank to thank much. all our guests. Yeah, Black Talk Sacramento number eleven. Number, number 11. eleven. All right. All right. We thank here. you. Thank, thank you. you, Mother Rose. Signing off. We love you. <laughs>